The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. Jordan Lawler has arrived to the major leagues. That and a whole lot more coming up on the Rotowire Fantasy Baseball Podcast. Welcome to the Rotowire Fantasy Baseball Podcast. I'm Clay Link of Rotowire here with the FSWA Hall of Famer, Todd Zola. Always good to talk with you, Todd. And uh, as I mentioned, Jordan Lawler getting the call up. He uh, made his debut yesterday. Congrats to the kid. Uh, what he did at you know 2021 this year in the minors, pretty special. And uh, first round pick, sixth overall in 2021. Pretty big addition to the player pool here for the final stretch run. I think everybody's pretty excited. Well, not everybody. Uh, Nick Ahmed's not very happy. Yeah, I kind of felt himself- for him. Yeah, finds himself out of a job. I mean, all right, he's he's been paid. He's going to get paid. It's Nick Ahmed. But weird, you know, I mean, to get literally, you know, to get in essence fired with like a couple of weeks left in your employment, it's just kind of weird. But anyway. Uh, again, the uh, Ahmed will find a, a place next year. He's still really good with the glove, but yeah, no, Lawler, it's 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 fun. He's not playoff eligible, I don't believe, but no, I, th- I don't believe so. I'm not at this point, I should know these things. How close is Arizona? Have they fallen out of the, the wild? Well, the wild card race is far from over, but I don't know where yeah. they where their present um uh standing is, but anyway, it, it help them get there and. If they get there and they don't have Ahmed and they don't they can't use Lawler, there's still there's still Herrera. They'll they'll figure it out. Yeah, and I kind of alluded to what he had done this year. You know, eighty nine games at Double A at you know, twenty years old. He had an eight forty OPS, you know, fifteen homers. Am I wrong? Maybe back. he is playoff eligible. He's with the organization by the first. Oh right, right. I'm sorry. Yeah, so all those like waiver guys. It's the it's the heat getting to me, man. Oh, that's okay. There's so many wacky on rules. September 8th, that's just wrong. And Arizona actually in the lead for that final. Good. All right. Wild card spot, but only by half a game over uh, Miami and my Reds. So yeah, we go. Yeah, maybe stuff, looking to breathe stuff. some life into the team over the final few weeks with Jordan Lawler and yeah, eight forty OPS at Double A gets the bump up to Triple A. It's only sixteen games, but he, uh, you know, he exploded from there. 1049 OPS, five more homers, uh, three more bags. So 20 homers, 36 steals. That's uh that'll play in Roto. Yeah. So yeah. you can't expect that kind of pace in the majors, but still impressive. No. Yeah. I mean, this is completely off topic, but you, I, I went to look up the standings and the 2022 standings came up on my source and are the three teams you just mentioned tied for the or competing for the last playoff spot. Miami won 69 games last year. The Reds won 62 and the Diamondbacks won 74. Ooh. That's just nuts. That is, you wild. know, all well below 500. That's just goofy. That's good. That's baseball. I like that. Anyway, those are teams kind of young teams finally kind of rounding into yeah. form. Yeah, absolutely. I think, cool. I think in the case of, you know what, in the case of all three, I think you can say, you know, one year, two, one year earlier than expected, maybe. Mm-hmm. But that's, that's say that great. for sure in the Reds' case. Yeah, and probably yeah. in yeah all three actually. Yeah, I mean, I don't know the Diamondbacks. What's weird is they were there was 
some anticipation, encouragement, optimism, but the, the players that were expected to produce really haven't. Jake McCarthy, stuff, a couple others. So it's just, it, it's, you know, it's maybe it didn't, they didn't get there to Diamondbacks the way people thought they would, but they're there. So we'll see. And mm-hmm. Miami, Miami, I think is definitely a little early. You know, that commercial, there's that commercial where they're seen on the MLB network, whatever. And the little kid would, Grandpa, you're from Miami. So every time I think of right Miami now, I always do it in Miami. Like, 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 anyway, uh, that's kind of silly. Doesn't snow in my head, but yeah, I, <laughs> yeah. There um, we go. Yeah. Anyway. Some people would argue uh, the other way against that. Uh, well, but Jordan Lawler, no relation to Jerry the King, right? No, 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 uh, not at all. So different spelling, but yeah, Jordan Lawler could uh, become a sort of king of fantasy the, baseball. Um, time. Diamondbacks, I think he had eighth in his first game. Mm-hmm. So I mean, yeah, that's some... where he is again today. Their lineup yeah. is out and uh, batting yeah. eighth against uh, Jamison Tyone. Today. Yeah, so they've got the, um, the 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 Friday afternoon Wrigley game, which it's going to be pretty warm. No, actually, no, it's not. It's not going to be warm in Wrigley. It's going to be actually one of the better, more temperate venues. So the Tyone may be uh, getting a little bit of help today. Zach, Gallup, and I'm seeing maybe. on our. Oh, sorry to cut you off. I was just going to say, seeing on our Lions page that wind blowing in 14 miles per hour at Wrigley, too. So What's the temperature? 60-something? Uh, 66. Yeah, so that's uh, relative to today's schedule. That may be the best pitching venue in the league. Yeah, we won't be including that one when we talk about rival fantasy in a bit, but that would be... Well, uh... you know what? Gallon is showing up in a ton of, of the challenges. Oh, is he? But... Well, if you I mean, accept before the game gets underway, yeah, exactly, and we'll be yeah. we'll be we'll be off before. Well, we better be off before the game. Uh, a little close, it'll be close. You'll give it'll a few close. minutes, yeah, but close. um, well, actually, you know, by the time you if you're listening live, we'll be off. You know, those of mm-hmm. downloading and listening the way home from work or or whatever, uh, the game's probably over, and you can tell me that I was all wet by pimping a little bit of uh, James Italian today. Absolutely, that reminds me that I have to get. Uh... Some players into my lineup before those games start. So, um, all right, tough choice there in my fifth outfield spot. All right, got it. All <laughs> right, well, Jordan Lawler wasn't the only youngster called up uh, with maybe this last surge of prospects into the the pool. Evan Carter as yeah. well. Edolis Garcia is going to end up, uh, or maybe he is already on the IL. Let me double check. On Adolis, but he will, uh, he will be if he's not. Yeah. So Adolis has a April. strained patellar tendon. Yeah. Move not official, but uh, he will be placed in the 10 day IL. So Evan Carter, you know, we don't know exactly how much he's going to play, but he, uh, and he becomes interesting because it looks like he'll be a, a primary option in that outfield while Adolis Garcia is out. Right. Now he, Carter wasn't crushing it in the minors. Well, relative, I mean, he was for a 21-year-older at his level. You know, he was doing well. Although in Round Rock, since he when he was called up to Round Rock, he has been doing very well. It's only been eight games, but he's been, you know, doing very well. The power's not there, but he's getting on base. But um, I believe I have him on a lot of uh, dynasty slash minor league rosters, which means... James Anderson was high on him, I believe, because there's no other reason for me to have him on two or three uh, reserve or minor league rosters unless James was high on him. So uh, kudos to James if it sense. comes through for me. Yeah, I mean, the, that's my source. But uh, anyway, so like I said, 20, 21-year-old. When did he turn 21? Did he just turn 21? August 29th. So he just turned 21. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, power speed combo, more speed than power, at least now, but he could grow into more power. I think you take a chance because it's Leotis Tavares. Leotis Tavares isn't hasn't cemented himself as the everyday center fielder. So if Garcia were to come back and Carter plays well, Carter could stay in the lineup. Texas needs a a spark. There's yeah, all this yeah. talk about what happened, what happened. Uh I don't I should have gotten you go back in the Z files. What happened was they were just ridiculously lucky with runners in scoring position, batting up with just runners in scoring position, and that since is reversed. Now, luck doesn't necessarily completely flip. It just, it's just supposed to return to neutral. 
But in their case, it has completely flipped. And whereas they were 100 points above their batting average with runs and scoring, their batting average runs and scoring was 100 points above their average in the first two months. It's like 50 or 60 below their average the last two months. And mm-hmm. it's supposed to be five or six points above your average because there is an advantage to pitch to facing pitchers, starting pitchers from the uh, from the stretch. And if runners are in scoring position, they're co- they're going from the stretch. So there's a natural advantage. So big picture, an MLB over the over the entire league, the batting average runners scoring position is a little higher than batting average. They were just really lucky, and the Padres have had the invert, had the reverse luck, in that they've been yeah. guys on base, but their batting average runs scoring position. Got to figure, you know, it's hard to say. Um, yeah, they have a better run differential than those front runners yeah. for that final. Spot. And it's just now people say, well, they're unclutched; they can't get the big hit. Ah, you know what? I mean, actually, I'm having a huge argument now on Twitter with people who um, who are all over me because I'm saying Spencer Strider should still be in the uh, the Cy Young conversation. Because his skills, far and away, the quality of his pitching has been better than anybody else. But he has a 3.8 ERA. People, well, ERA matters. Well, to me, the quality matters. And the quality of San Diego's at-bats have been fine. But the timing of getting the hits when runners are on base hasn't been there. Interesting. Yeah, that's kind of the beauty of the long major league season is you know things like that with texas with runners in scoring position those things kind of get evened out and yeah everything kind of finds its level over 162 games it's hurt texas that their starting pitching over the second half wasn't able to pick up the ball or whatever the expression is with Evaldi getting hurt and scherzer being a little iffy and the starting the starting pitching has not picked up the uh the offense which you know is, is a way that you know you can say the same with San Diego. Their starting mm-hmm. pitching did not, other than Blake Snell, did not. Well, the injuries with Darvish and Musgrove, uh, but their starting pitching did not overcome the uh, late Lady Luck saddling the offense a bit. Well, on the other side of the aging curve, from guys like Jordan Lawler and Evan Carter, Michael Brantley, yeah, his return after a year-long recovery. From shoulder surgery, you know, if we're talking traditional mixed leagues, is he a guy, even in a 15-team league, that you, you'd start? It's you know hard to know what you're getting from a guy this age after such a long layoff. Yeah, two homers and a double. I mean, he's done really well since he's been back. You know, I mean, yeah, I mean, yes. I Depending on the scenario... Sure. If I'm running with a replacement, if I had an injury to Mike Trout and I've been running outfielders out there who I don't like very much, yeah, I, I think Brantley has a place. Is he? I'm not even sure if he's. I think he's still outfield eligible. I think he had enough games last year. But um, to me, it's it's more about maybe uh, maybe Yiner Diaz doesn't get the at bats he was getting. So if you if he was your look at, look who I get to use as my second catcher guy. Now, maybe you need another second catcher now. It also pushes Alvarez, Jordan Alvarez, to the field, which is just a little bit scary, right, injury-wise? More than a little bit if you have Alvarez <laughs> at this point. But yeah, I yeah okay. So, um, Jose Abreu is kind of woken up again. Um, yeah, this is a dangerous team again. Houston is a dangerous team again. And the rich get richer because it wasn't as if uh, Yiner Diaz wasn't, you know, solid. Mm-hmm. But it's still Michael Brantley. It seems yeah. like, well, it's that one series against Texas, I think they hit 16 home runs. The yeah. Did. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, and Abreu was a little bit a part of that. And it just seemed like, well, I think Rangers fell to third in that division. So yeah, it's, it's kind of a symbolic. Uh, Return to the top of the yeah. standings. Yeah. If 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 you were to say I wanted a 283 average and 21 homers to this point of the season from Michael Brantley, you probably would have been pretty happy. That's what Diaz has done. Yeah, Yiner Diaz has been a surprise. Yeah, it's uh, that power. Well, you know what? He's shown power. He's shown power. So I, mm-hmm. I I'm not even going to say the power. Well, we did see 
Lawler, Carter, and Brantley picked up in the stake league last night. Will Brennan as well. Tyler McGill. And then I picked up his teammate, Jose Buto, who uh, came back up to the big leagues and pitched pretty darn well. Now, he's going to have a spot. I'm real excited about him. No, but he went six and a third against Washington. Six Ks, only one walk, two earned runs. And I believe. He lines up to face those Nats again. Let me double check. Oh, Nats it's Arizona, actually. It's Arizona. Neither neither lineup's a pushover. Yeah. But so. um, if it's in, they're also both, well, not, Nationals is a, Nationals Park. It's a good hitting park. But otherwise, I mean, Budo's, you know, you get a, I just, I just updated my playing time grid for the, what I hope to be the last time, because, I mean, who knows what happens in the next <laughs> two, three, two or three weeks. Yeah. Uh, I mean, on the site, we're going to, you know, if someone gets called up, we'll add him because DFS and just things in general. But to say someone's going to get 64 plate appearance and someone else will get 72, who knows? Really? Yeah, you know? Total guess. Four starts, five starts, three starts. You know what? I mean, it's all about what, you know, what you need, expectations, et cetera, as opposed to, well, if I run rest of season auction values, this guy comes out ahead. Throw it out the window. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I, uh, I just wanted to mention. Oh, uh, Luis Ortiz, I picked up as well because I had to. Which one? Uh, Luis L. Ortiz, of the <laughs> Pirates. So Pirates. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, I had to swap out Graham Ashcraft and Brandon Williamson because well, Ashcraft's hurt and COVID's been going around the Reds clubhouse. So yeah, I had to stay no. active and. Uh, Get a couple arms. We'll see. No, how, I, I how left Ashcraft with two starts, and I wasn't sure. Um, know, let's see. I mean, this, I mean, right now you have to drop him if or replace him anyway because mm-hmm. he's going to be out. But it was it was somewhat ambiguous if he's if he's able to come back. Stress reaction in the right toe. So we'll uh, we'll, we'll mm-hmm. see. Any you know if he he's at 145 innings Ashcraft, so he's at the point where I mean it doesn't he doesn't need the innings to be able to pitch comfortably next year. He's, he's fine. Um, but True. you'd rather have at the way Ashcroft is pitching. You'd rather have him starting a game to make the playoffs than, than Ben Lively or Carson Spears. Yeah. With the way Ashcraft was pitching there in the second half. Yeah. It's really Solid. encouraging. Solid. Well, let's, uh, talk some rival fantasy before we do that i will tell you a little bit about their platform rival fantasy is the fantasy platform reinventing the way daily and weekly games are played and they've brought new games to the ballpark this year that fantasy players won't find anywhere else rival fantasy's games include fantasy bingo and head-to-head player challenges where users can select over-unders for two to five players with games like this, Daily Fantasy has never been better. Right now, RotoWire listeners can get a $50 protected first play. That means if you win your first play, you keep your winnings. But if you lose your first entry, Rival Fantasy will fully refund you up to 50 bucks. Go to play.rivalfantasy.com slash sign up and use code RotoWireMLB at sign up. Deposit a minimum of $25 to get your first entry on Rival protected up to $50. Now's the time to step up to the plate and become a rival today. Welcome to the arena. We appreciate their sponsorship. And yeah. Todd, I thought we'd uh, kind of propose some head-to-head challenges uh, between ourselves. Doesn't necessarily mean that we're going to accept on the other side, but um, yeah, I'm got either ors, any toss-ups that you uh, that you're looking at tonight. See, I'm actually, you know, I'm actually going to do this. Is I've been like accepting stuff that's on the on this on the site. I'm going to put in a couple of my own this week, primarily because I've got Kodai Senga as a top-ranked pitcher on tonight's card. Man, he's been so awesome. Um, no, that doesn't sound – that's not good for my uh, hopes of having people accept. But um, he's, <laughs> he's, he's, he's up against – He's going against Keuchel, so. Oh, I thought Keuchel would be out of league, but he pitched himself into a six-man rotation. So or now five with Bailey Oberdown. But point being, Minnesota strikes out a ton, even though they're, yeah. even though they're productive. Senga strikes out a bunch of batters, which matters. So there are names like Blake Snell, and we mentioned we, we just mentioned Zach Allen. Uh, I need to get this one up soon if I'm going to do it. But there are names like George Kirby. There are some uh, you know names on the board that may attract. Ah, I think I think Kirby will do better than Senga. 
So I'm going to put up a couple of Senga challenges and, and see if anybody will take the other side. Would, would you take Snell or Kirby over Senga? <sighs> Good question. I mean, I they're think, close. I mean, I think yeah. they're tiny. I mean, Houston no is favored at home with Hunter Brown on the mounds. Uh, according to our lineups page, yeah, Houston minus 135 over under eight and a half runs. You know, Snell is like an NL Cy Young candidate, so. Yeah, as long as Senga works around Royce Lewis, because <laughs> Royce Lewis is suddenly like the hottest hitter, isn't he though of all time? Uh, he should be fine. I think I'd lean Senga there. Ah, so I won't be getting your five bucks or one no, buck or gonna... three bucks or whatever, <laughs> whatever number I decide to put in. Yeah, yeah, I kind of like. Well, I really like what Kyle Bradish has done all season. But looking at that, the over under is ten runs, and I'm like, huh, that seems a little high for Kyle Bradish against Tanner Houck. Well. Wind blowing out there. It Boston. Is, is it windy? Um, I've got right now I have the windows closed. My fan is blowing in. Okay. Um, but it's it's hot and humid, which eleven mile per hour winds blowing out really far. Yeah. So um yeah, expecting some runs to be scored in that in that game tonight. We'll see if Boston's bats can can come alive. They're hanging on by a thread in the wild card chase. I don't I mean that's just mm-hmm. you know they Blown too many games to to think they really have a chance. Boston does, and I'm still waiting. You know, Baltimore. I, I can't wait for the playoffs because I'm curious to see how their rotation of number threes does against another team's rotation of an ace, a semi ace, and then a bunch of other guys. You know, maybe Baltimore. Maybe Grayson first... Rodriguez will fully blossom into maybe, an ace. maybe, but he's still not striking batters out to the, to an ace level. Mm-hmm. You could complete that rise, you know. We've, yeah. we've seen that with guys who yeah. kind of take their star turn in the postseason. Yeah, Baltimore goes down two nothing, then then wins the next three or four games. I can see it happening because mm-hmm. they're going to have the advantage over a lot of back end. Anyway, um, let's see what what would be another. Here's all right. I've got these guys neck and neck, back and back. Uh, you say Kikuchi and Mitch Keller. Ooh, that's a good one because Keller's kind of bounced back again. Yeah, and he's got um, Atlanta, though. Yeah, I guess, yeah. And, and Atlanta, big-time favorites there. And I mean, has Kansas City. Oh, man, that's a really tough one. So I think people will be on Kikuchi. Uh-huh. And I only I have them very, very close, Atlanta and uh, uh, K- uh, Keller and Kikuchi. So I may put a couple Kellers out there. Probably lose them, but mm-hmm. I, may put them I may put them out there. That's one where maybe I'd take that other side. Because... Yeah, I, I can. I like I said I have Kikuchi ranked higher, but I'm <laughs> part of the. You, you need to, in order to have someone accept your challenge, you got to have a reason, right? Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say I'm taking um, Blake Snell over uh, Drew Rom tonight because no one's gonna take Drew Rom. Exactly. <laughs> you know, it's like a. You got to have some appeal on the other side. Yeah. So I have them close up. enough. That I might get some bites on, and I'm not. I'm not, not going to risk enough that I'm not going to miss any meals. You know, it's, mm. it's kind of for it's for a reason to flip to the game, you know, and have you know increase the enjoyment of watching the slate. Absolutely. Well, let me throw one at you here. All uh, right. like George Kirby's in Tampa Bay tonight opposite yeah. Taj Bradley. We all love George Kirby, uh, but with that game being in Tampa Bay, the Rays slight favorites here, over under eight runs. Would you maybe think about throwing out some with Kirby and taking the other side, like maybe a Christopher Sanchez of the Phillies? He's home against the Marlins because that one I think would get some bites. He yeah, Kirby out there for somebody else to take. I think Kirby has been striking batters out lately. I mean, I'm double checking now. All right, last game he only went three innings against the Mets. He got hit hard, yeah. but he was he's been striking more batters out. I actually got Kirby ranked pretty high. Um, but that doesn't mean that I don't, I mean, I think there's some risk going against Tampa. I might not take a, I like Sanchez. I, I like Sanchez. He was a guy I want to stream tonight, but mm-hmm. I still have him ranked mid pack my, uh, against Miami. Um, so you'd be I don't happy. Know that I, I don't know that I go Sanchez, mm-hmm. but I might, I might go Logan Allen okay. going against that angels lineup. If, especially if Otani's not in it. Mm-hmm. I might even go. I might even go Kikuchi or Keller over Kirby. I I have Kirby ranked higher, 
But if someone puts the challenge out there, uh, or I may you know, again put it out myself to make to make people bite, I can I can see that. I, I, Tampa, you know, I, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I don't love picking on Kirby certainly, but I think that'd yes. be one where you could find somebody who'd probably he's, happily take you. Showing some it. cracks over the second half, Kirby. Yeah, I mean, he's not. He's given up. He's perfect. Last ten, last ten starts. The last three starts, he's given up ten runs in fourteen and two thirds. Now he's mm. walk. He's fanned fourteen with no strikeouts. I'm sorry, backwards. He's no one well, that backwards. He's fanned fourteen with no walks. He's just given up twenty two hits in those fourteen and two thirds. I'm sure he's got a couple of you know center center pitches, but he's probably running into some bad batted ball luck and three homers. So. You know that 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 neutralizes and the skills come through. Um, yeah, that's an interesting one. Kirby's an interesting one to try to make people bite on. Here's another one. Last one. I'll not necessarily an either or, but I'm kind of wondering if you'd be confident betting on a Kyle Harrison bounce back. I in my head, I always hear you saying, you know, lefties against Colorado. It's not as prevalent this year. They're actually okay. worse against righties, but it, I mean they're still not good. Yeah, they're, they're the Rockies, so they're not. Yeah, good. I think the problem, the, the the caveat or whatever you want to call it, with Harrison, is length. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he's if he's going as deep into games, and the Giants have got a pretty deep bullpen. So Harrison has gone three and a third and you know, six and a third, five and two thirds. So he's averaging six innings over his his two starts, which is fine. Gave up four homers in San Diego, which is not fine, but that kind of stuff happens. Um, yeah, that yeah. one because like he was so good in that outing at home against Cincinnati, eleven Ks, six yeah, and third, absolutely. And Did, those four um, homers, and maybe it's a good sign that despite the four homers, they they kind of let him wear it and at least yeah. let him chew up innings. I'm trying to remember if the Giants played yesterday because that means their their deep bullpen they did not play. So their deep bullpen is even more rested. You know, yeah. uh, the Rogersers and and obviously Duval. I I do like yeah. I, I don't know that I would go. All right, so all right, if we're going Harrison, you know what? I would maybe take Harrison over Bradish. Okay, yeah. As you just mentioned, with the uh, conditions in, 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 in yeah. New England, Boston. Um, Yuri Perez matched up against Christopher Sanchez. We don't know if he's going to four, five, or six. You know, we just don't know. You know, I mean, yeah, he's on true. six, but it was a very low pitch count. So yeah, can, that could be an interesting one. I'm sure you'd get some bites. Or I'd yeah, imagine you would. Yeah, yeah. So Philly's got some. You know, Kyle Schwarber. They have some players that can extend at bats. So maybe Perez doesn't. You know, I think it's all about. Pitch count as opposed to innings with it. Well, it's always that way, but um, you know, he if he, he we not he's not as sure to five, but you're not shocked if he goes six. Yeah, because that's the way they're handling him. Uh, but uh, yeah, so I, sure. I kind of like that. That's a, that's an excellent one. I'm going to put Harrison out there against Bradish and against Perez and see if there's any bites. Nice. Well, maybe you could come play against us on that platform Here we go. over at Rival. We'll be over there. And, uh, yeah, I do like Kyle Harrison to bounce back. And yeah. Giants, pretty big favorites at home, as you'd expect. Wind is blowing out, but I, I don't well. worry about that as much at Oracle. <laughs> That's exactly. kind of always swirling around there. Ty Black. Yeah, Ty Black. Um, yeah, well, good stuff. Hopefully you yeah. uh, can come play with us over on Rival. And I will knock out uh, another little piece of business here before we move on to the two-start starters. Word from our friends over at Home Run Index. We know the weather can impact how far a ball can fly, but we never know what all that heat and humidity or cold air is really doing to the ball. The Home Run Forecast Index gives us an easy way to determine how good or bad the air is for ball flight. The index is calculated by measuring stadium-specific weather conditions, and is displayed on a scale from 1 to 10, 1 being the most unfavorable for good football flight, and 10 indicating the most favorable air. There's a strong correlation between the index and the number of runs scored per game and the number of home runs hit. Games that have the highest index, 10 for the whole game, average over 10 runs and 2.8 homers over the course of the year. 
An index is created for each game so you can see what it will be in any stadium and how the weather's influence might change over the course of the game as well as the wind direction. Right now you can get access to the HRF premium site for only $5 a month and see what the index will look like for every hour of every game. Go to homerunforecast.com now to sign up. All right, Todd, the week of September 11th, uh, we are very much in the stretch run here and we're going to start easy because you know even though the Diamondbacks did bring up Jordan Lawler and they're still in the mix I mean Zach Davies, Ryan Nelson uh, I don't want anything to do with either one of them. I'm going to give Nelson a one. Yeah. But I'm not but it, it, you know it's one of these desperation desperation one. you know yes plays at home against the, the Cubs are hitting but you know at home against the Cubs Davies but yeah, zero. But I'm gonna give I'm gonna give Nelson a one. The Mets the Mets is still a good matchup. And your uh, NL Cy Young front runner Spencer Strider. Well, consideration is where consideration. I my line my my argument, and I'm tapping out on Twitter. When I'm now getting straw man <laughs> arguments against me, um, I'm 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 tapping out. Uh, you guys, you're right. You're right. ERA is all that matters. The quality of his pitches should not be judged. All we care about is the ERA, and he su- he sucks. Striders is terrible. I don't know why he's in the majors. Yeah, All right, everybody kind of wants like a rule book. Like, <laughs> well, for MVP, it's going to be WAR, and for yeah. well, I'm know, not even for, you know, not that it matters. I don't like WAR. Uh, I mean, uh, what are, what is it good for? Absolutely nothing. No, I'm this little 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 seventies music there. No, I don't mean that. I, I'm not a fan. I think there are better stats. But anyway, um, I'll say I think F WAR is more. Uh, Valuable than B war, with all due respect to our friends at baseball. Okay, reference. yeah, I to me it's I don't know, it's still more manifested than it is logical. I don't know. I just um, I think there are better numbers out there, and I know it's supposed to be a one size fits all, encompassing number, but I still think there are uh, better numbers out there. Anyway, yeah, there isn't one. All you know, that's there's no one answer key. There's no one yeah stat right. that unlocks everything. Yeah, but I, it just seemed like well, at least in past years, like I got the sense that a lot of fans were just looking at the MVP as a war contest. I think people want to show that they are at least acceptive of the advanced metrics without actually understanding them. <laughs> and war just sounds like the most logical to follow. Mm-hmm. You know, w- Twitter is for people who want to make arguments using, you know, basing on basing their arguments on concepts they don't understand. But anyway. That is Twitter in a nutshell, <laughs> for sure. Well, Strider's going to be... it's not just be... sports. It's not just yeah. sports. Anyway. Well, Lana's got a doubleheader on Monday, so Strider yeah. and Charlie Morton looking at two starts Double next nickels. week. Strider's a five. What about Morton? I mean, he's got a better uh, ERA than Strider. Ooh, well, well Strider's <laughs> terrible. Um, I'm at still, Philly, you at know, I, you know, I don't love the at part of it. I don't know. Is he a is he a high end four or is he a five at this point? I'm starting him. You know what? I'm starting Morton. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go five. Maybe he ends up twenty three in my rankings, which is kind of a four. But I'm gonna, you know. He hasn't given up more than in the last five starts. He hasn't. His ERA is 0.96. ERA is not great, um, but he's fanned uh, 36 and in 28 innings. No homers allowed, so he's pitching well. I'm going to go five. All right, I got four on Morton just because at his age. You're wrong. Uh, you know, at Philly, you know what? Pretty tough. I'm acting like I've been hyped up on caffeine, which I don't have any in my system. I don't know what it is with me today. Hey, we like you when you're in this type of mood. Um, so, f- yeah, okay. I got f- four on Morton, but you got five. What about Dean Kramer, the Orioles, versus St. Louis, versus Tampa Bay? So he's home for a couple. It is Dean Kramer. Uh, by the way, maybe John Means back next week? I keep so, looking, you know. See about just, that. Yeah, when I again, my, my final update, uh, I keep looking, and, I, you know, it, it's – Positive signs, but not ready yet. And I think they want to get him some some innings. Um, I can see means piggybacking with a with a Kramer come playoff time. You know, as you know, as opposed yeah. to like an opener scenario. 
Kramer's one of those number threes that, you know, just gets the job done. The matchups aren't terrible, but they're at home. Is he a three? Is he a three for, for our purposes? I think he is. Hmm. Only four and two thirds his last time out, but scoreless. And he'd been routinely going five plus before that. He's got a 206 ERA over his last 35 innings. Well, he's going mean, six before that. Yeah. His last well, previous four starts were all quality starts. I think I'm going to go three. I mean, yeah, he's not, he's not striking out a bunch of guys, but I think I'm going to go three. Yeah. Three feels right off the bat here. All right. Next up your Boston Red Sox, Cutter Crawford and James Paxton. Now, didn't they Paxton's really been struggling. So they, they pushed him back, gave him some extra rest. He Uh, has been a rough stretch for Paxton lately. Yep. Um, Not too much middle middle. 16 earned runs in his last nine and two thirds innings. Yeah, I mean he's pitched into some bad luck, but he, I, you know, he's too much, too many meatballs. Yeah. Uh, Meatball marinara. He's six homers over the last four games, and then three two starts previous. So he's been, you know, dishing up the long ball, and his control hasn't been great. Ah, oh, gosh. Um, yeah, when you give up six runs to the to the Royals of all people. Yeah, it's time. You need for some a, extra rest. Yeah, you need, you need some extra rest. <laughs> Absolutely. Now we've got the Yankees who are, you know, don't look now, but hitting the ball again. And Toronto. I don't love, you know, I'm going to give Crawford. I'm going to give Crawford a one, but I, you know, I don't know. Yeah, I'm a zero on Paxton, honestly. Yeah, Paxton still scares me. You know, Actually, I'll go one, I think, on Paxton. All right, I'm going to go one. Maybe the mental break helped. But yeah, he's um, better than I would like to have seen a a good start, you know, and that so now we can go back to a great, but we we haven't yeah. seen it. And it's not one I feel good about. Yeah, I'm yeah, one for each. I, I, I like watching Crawford a little he's got that short arm short arm motion. Um but uh, you know, you know, if he's starting for the Red Sox next year, you know, Bloom didn't do his job. Jordan Wicks, lefty for the Cubs. We've talked about him in recent weeks, and he's yeah. been off to an impressive start. 3-0 with a 2-1-6 ERA. I wouldn't let this upcoming trip to Colorado completely scare me off. Uh, no. At Colorado, at Arizona. Um, not going to scare me off, so I think I'm going to go... Uh, I was going to say four, but I think three feels... Three yeah. feels more right until he proves himself a little more. Yeah, I'm ju- I'm actually jumping between two and three, okay. uh, which were so uh, I'm trying to see. Yeah, he, uh, yeah, all right, that's what it was. He six and two thirds against the. Sorry about me. Apparently, somebody doesn't like my take on Spencer Strider. Um, <laughs> coming to the, lock, the, Cy, yeah. the Cy Young police are coming after me. All right, so, yeah. The thing about it, he had six and two thirds, but he only fan one against the uh, against the uh, Giants, which eh, hey, whatever. Um, all right, I'm going to go three. That feels right to me as well. Well, we have Ben Lively now in for Tuesday, so he's on the COVID IL. It would be at Detroit at the Mets, so this is very tentative. Uh, I might give Ben Lively a one just given those matchups, but there's also a chance he doesn't even make any starts. So Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to give him the one as well. We should have information because it, because it is COVID. We should have information by Sunday, mm-hmm. so the, the the rankings come out. It'll be better because we can't. I don't. I don't know, and you know it better than I can. I'm not even sure we know. All right, if it's not lively, who is it? it yeah, because be, they have Marriott, been decimated by be injuries and illness. Yeah, I don't know that we even know. So, um, yeah, the thing about the COVID, COVID IL those you can still return at any time. Yeah, so. yeah. Yeah. A specific yeah. or minimum number of days that you right. have to spend on. Right. Uh, no two-star pitchers for Cleveland. And then for Colorado, Kyle Freeland, Chris Flexen, uh, home, home, home for two, zero. No need Cubbies to in San Francisco, yeah, zero and zero. Yeah. Yes, sir. Let me get that log. More two-start, yeah. The busier schedule this week. More two-start uh, players to grade than have been the past couple of weeks. Dylan Cease, Tuki Toussaint, they are versus Kansas City versus Minnesota. So pretty decent home two-step there. The White Sox are a mess, but, um, you know, Cease, oh, man. 
Cease, I think, with these matchups is probably a four for me. I just you gotta that's the seat, right? You gotta you we're we're he's got that ceiling. It's just he's yeah, I, I can't up. see him. I just can't personally go lower than that with these matchups. But uh Tugi Toussaint uh pitching better than people may yeah, realize. Maybe a one. I'm gonna I'm gonna go two. Yeah, okay. Six innings. All right, it was against Royals. But, I mean, well, Royals in Detroit and Oakland. All right, so he's had three lesser lineups, but I don't care. He's, he's pitched well. Uh, 16 strikeouts and, and 16 and a third. Uh, eight walks I don't love. But I think he's pitching a little better than uh, than, than is is under, is realized. I'm going to go two. Okay, and would you go four on C's? Yes, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, uh, it's kind of I mean, – strikeouts matter. And he's got a chance to get some strikeouts. Well, for Detroit, we have Joey Wentz in there. Now, Matt Manning took that comebacker off the foot. Oh, you just hurt my foot. (laughs) It's painful to watch. And that ended his season, unfortunately. And so, you know, Bo Brisky replaced him in the game, but Brisky's only made one start. So we plugged in Joey Wentz instead. He's primarily worked as a starter this year. I think I'm a zero on Wentz. I mean, I'm a zero. Um, I hope Casey Mize makes it back by the end just to get on the mound, but yeah, that's not same. a sure thing. Fiedo's going to pick up a couple of extra starts, mm-hmm. and Reese Olsen has pitched better than people may realize, but he, maybe we get him next week for a two-starter. I don't know. But, yeah, I'm going to go zero on once. And Frambler Valdez of the Astros is an easy five right versus well, Oakland I may, Casey. Can we, can, we, um, can we make a rule and go six? <laughs> With these matchups, can we go six? He's uh, probably going to be your number one. Maybe the cover boy of your article. I don't probably, know. I would at least to. Well, no, wait. Brady Singer's next, so let's 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 hold um, let's hey, hold judgment. By the way, I wanted to give you a shout out for getting uh, the underdog postseason rankings up. I really appreciate that. Underdog is uh, you know, offering contests for the postseason, so. That so now I don't know when you asked me what's on my mind. I don't. That was on my mind. <laughs> I get nothing. No, I appreciate it, Clay. Um, we well, had thanks a request. for stepping up and doing that. Well, I want to. I've been playing. I, I, it's actually what I was going to talk about at the end. I've been doing some of them. Their former sponsor, still a friend of the site. I, I, I don't know if they were doing stuff with the football side, uh, with the best ball. But I'm no longer competing in their um, best ball contests. I, I, all my alive teams are no longer alive, but. I've been doing some playoff drafting, and uh, it's been it's an interesting concept. But anyway, um, check that out, uh, rotoware.com slash pod for a free trial. You can also check out Jeff's football rankings and all the football pieces. But we're still grinding in baseball. We're still putting out the weekly fab pieces, and Bogfella has a great piece up now. Uh, Jason Collette's still doing his weekly piece. Uh, there's still a lot of really good, you know, baseball is still alive and kicking on Rotowire. Yeah, I appreciate you putting in that work and thanks for that shout out because there are a lot of you know excellent writers and analysts still doing a lot of great work. So they definitely deserve that shout out. Uh so yeah, uh Framber Valdez a five and that'll be a good spot to take a little short break. Yeah. Throw to a quick word from our Blue Wire sponsors. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
All right, we are back here on the Rotowire Fantasy Baseball Podcast on this Friday, September eighth. Clay Link of Rotowire here with Todd Zola of Rotowire and Masters Ball, and uh, we're working our way through the two star pitchers for next week, the week of September eleventh. Uh, Brady Singers at the White Sox versus Houston. Uh, you know, you and I have been down this path so many times. <laughs> I feel like I still have him on a team or two. Um, I think I've swapped him out of my starting lineup. You know what? He was on a bit of a roll, but he, he's back to yeah. not being so good anymore. Yeah, he's been so a frustrating guy over many years. I now. would try to make an argument for a two or a three if it wasn't at Houston. I, I just can't. I cannot risk the at Houston. So I'm, yeah. I'm going back to zero. I think I am too. I just... And even in a league, if you're like throwing everything at the wall, just trying to get into the money, I think I'd just drop him for somebody else, somebody, another risky guy, and just start that other guy instead. Uh, no two-star pitchers for the Angels. Uh, for the Dodgers, Lance Lynn. <laughs> I saw his quote about giving up 40 homers. He said, well, once he gets past 30, who the hell cares? <laughs> Which, you know, I kind of respect his opinion on things. He's given up three homers in back-to-back outings. Uh, he is now at 40 homers allowed in 159 and two-thirds innings. Good to know that that's not really impacting his uh, psyche or his approach. Versus the disappointing Padres and at Seattle, where do you land on Lance Lynn this week? I think he, bigger picture-wise, I think it, it, we need to be reminded. I mean, we the narrative was since moving to the Dodgers, he's a new guy. He had a few good games with the Dodgers when he first started, but now he's shown, you know, where they, the the old Lance Lynn has come out. So hopefully people didn't get, you know, too Lance Lynn hype train. You know, you have to keep, you can't totally erase history. So it just serves as a good reminder. Yeah. Um, It didn't cure his gopher. Yeah. I mean, a couple of, you know, Colorado had a great outing. Um, I know that because I had him ranked lower. And people were calling me out, and he had a really, really good outing, so I was an idiot that day. Well, looking back, was I an idiot, or did he just happen to have a good game in the midst of a, of a season? It was Colorado, you know, therefore, any, anyway. Um, point being, wow, I'm going to go three, and I, I feel as though it's either going to be a one or a five. <laughs> it's going to be a one or five. It's not going to be Probably. a three. But I'm gonna go three. I wrote down two, but I got you down as a three. Yeah, I, I I like you more than I like I like your pick more than mine. But yeah, that's another rotation. And we don't need to get into the particulars with Arias, but another rotation mm. in team that's you know we'll, we'll see how they piece it together. Uh, down, fortunately, they have the luxury of, of having a nice a nice lead. But you know, does Stone pitch again? Does uh, Grove pitch again? How much? Does Pepio get a chance to earn a playoff rotation spot, et cetera? I think Grove's returning to the bullpen, but yeah, they're going to have yeah. well Grove pitching probably important innings, and then yeah, three youngsters, three rookies in that rotation: yeah. Pepio, Sheehan, and Bobby Miller. So uh, they'll be doing a lot of heavy lifting for these Dodgers, and a lot will you know a lot of their postseason fortunes will hinge on those arms. Yeah. Now here are a couple guys that I just. I don't know what to do with them this week. Edward Cabrera, Braxton Garrett of the Marlins at Milwaukee versus Atlanta. I guess with that second one, it pretty much knocks him down. Well, I know what to do with Garrett. Cabrera, I think we're right to have him there, but he could be working as a bulk pitcher. Sure, sure. He had success doing that this week, and Miami sort of indicated that might be his role, but he's still the guy – that you want to judge to use or not use for these two games. So you know what you're doing with Braxton Garrett. I I just don't know what the true baseline skill level. I'm, is. I'm convinced. You I are. I've are. seen him pitch well enough against the Dodgers and Atlanta uh, over the past month. Even though he didn't, he wasn't great against the Dodgers. Was it yesterday or the day before? I like what I'm seeing a lot. Uh, hmm. He's a four for me. Because of the Atlanta spot start, but I, I I'm liking. If I picked up Garrett, you know, for like a one or two or three dollars, uh, he's a keeper for me. Mm. He really he really is. Uh, Cabrera, I'm going one, 
but I don't love it. I I'm encouraged. Yeah. I think this is the third year in a row. It's like I we're encouraged by what we're seeing. Maybe not the third year, um, but you know the I Atlanta guess. Atlanta scares me. I got a one on Cabrera as well. Braxton Garrett, I'm only giving a three just because unlike you, I'm not fully convinced yet, but I also haven't gotten eyes on him as much. So maybe I'd defer to your choice there, but I'm only going three on. Love what I see. All right. Uh, Brandon Woodruff, Freddie Peralta at, I'm sorry, versus Miami versus. Double nickels. Double nickels. Yeah, I'm thinking both fives, right? Yeah. Uh, Freddie Peralta. We will, of course, recap these once we're done. Uh, okay, Sonny Gray, Joe Ryan. Another one that uh, you know, versus Tampa Bay at the White Sox. Tampa and the White Sox. Yeah, I don't know that Joe Ryan's still a five for me. I think Sonny Gray is going to be a five. I mean, he's pitched essentially like a five. Um, yeah. I can't. I don't think I can go there on Ryan anymore. He was a five for like the first three months. Since then, he's kind of been like a two-ish. I think I'll go. And at this point in the season, I think I'll go four. Gonna go four. He he hasn't been given Ryan the same length. Um, so I'm I'm gonna go four. Okay, uh, Jose Quintana. You know, tough season for the Mets, but he's been good since he came back. Pretty good anyway. Um, Versus Arizona versus Cincinnati, a couple home starts. Hmm. I'm kind of tempted to go four here. What say you? Ooh. Um, I was thinking two, but he's gone seven and six. Um, I'm going to go three. Three. Okay. Yeah. Still not striking out a ton of batters, but he's not walking any well. Yeah, well, no, he is walking. He's not giving up homers. Only one homer all year long, be it fifty-four innings. But um, yeah, I'm gonna go. Th- I'm gonna go three for the Yankees. Clark Schmidt and Carlos Rodon. Tough, uh, you know, first y- uh, season with the Yankees for Rodon. Schmidt's kind of. Yeah, it's been an up and down season for him, but I think he's kind of. I've been impressed with the way he's kind of settled into the starting role. Yeah. Um. Rodon, though, I just at Boston, at Pitt, I don't know how to treat this guy right now. I have no idea what he is in this moment. I don't think anybody does. And that's, no. you know, but hey, people are asking us. Um, Really got lit up by the Lions. I'm about to say the Lions. Watch one football game, Zola, <laughs> and you're already on the Lions. Congrats to those um, Lions. Yeah. Um, I, um, He's still striking people out. I'm going to go two for Radon. I don't like. I, I, I'm, a, I'm scared. Schmidt's one of these guys where I'm going to have high, highly, highly ranked next year. I just have to, you know, I can. I say, all right, you don't have to start him the first couple of starts. See what he looks like. But then I say, well, what if, what if he's good and I, they're on my bench? And then I Brad Keller myself into a terrible season. Um, so, but I, I'm going to give Schmidt a two as well. All right, I got three on Schmidt, but I'll go two or I'll get you down as a two yeah, on Schmidt. Yeah. I got two on Rodon as well. Okay. Although, I mean, yeah, it's – if you're, like, trotting Rodon out there, you're kind of probably not in a great spot where you're protecting ratios. You're right. No, but, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. No, if you're throwing sure. things at the wall trying to see what happens. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Ken Waldchuk's going to be a zero, though. At Houston, just wipes them out completely for me. Yeah, I mean, yeah. At the price of acquisition next year, I might be interested. But, yeah, I mean, I, I like the 117 strikeouts in 120 innings. I don't like the uh, I don't like the 67 walks. Um, I don't like the 21 homers. No. Um, but I do like the strike. And I like the fact he's thrown 120 innings. Um, but, yeah, to me, he's a... Draft champions reserve type pitcher. Taiwan Walker's got 15 wins, but I think they kind of overstates his performance. It's Cy Young Walker. (laughs) Because of those 15 wins, right? All that matters is wins and ERA. (laughs) Um, Welcome to 2003. 
I don't like that he's got a face at Lance at home and then at St. Louis. I think Walker's probably a three. Like, he's just the textbook three that you, you look up three in the dictionary, you see Taiwan. Yeah. All right. I'll go. I'll go with that. <laughs> uh, Andre Jackson was a guy I had a contingent bid on last night. Didn't get him, but, uh, you know, he did give up six last time out. But before that, he's pitching okay. You know, he's 27. He's not really, uh, a prospect or anything, but it seems like they're giving him a look to see what he might offer in the future. Yeah. Um, versus Washington versus the Yankees. I don't think I'm even going to give him a one, though. I'm not either. I'm not, and I'm going to, you know, jump the gun. I'm not giving a Bailey Falter one, who also may be working um, as a as a bulk guy. We Pittsburgh yeah. is another one of those teams where we know Keller, we know Oviedo are going to start. After that, it's kind of well. I think Ortiz is 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 going to start, but we don't know what else is going on right now. So you go zero on Falter. I think I might give him a one. Just I'm afraid you're going to say that. Been okay, I'm, but yeah, I think these offenses are sneakier. You know, they're they're they've been hitting a little better lately. Yeah, Washington's um, pretty impressive, but I'll go one. Yeah, I got yeah. zero for you on both those. I mean, guys. Falter's three and two thirds, three and two thirds, four and two thirds. Uh, his last three, and again, he could be working as a bulk guy. Where the innings not reaching five doesn't matter as much. Yeah, but I'm not. I'm not there. Uh, Pedro Avila went six and two thirds innings earlier this week against the Phillies. Zero he's or no longer, run. He's no longer an opener, is he? <laughs> Although he went six and two thirds scoreless, walked six. Yeah, it's only one. Uh... Who cares? He didn't give up any runs. <laughs> yeah, that's all that matters here. Um... That's a people, zero. People me. tuning in halfway through, or I'm going to realize that, that I'm really not an idiot. I'm just playing the fool because of uh, anyone. You're fed up with the fools. I'm, I'm fed up with the fools. Logan Gilbert versus the Angels versus. Did I grade Dodgers. a Villa? I'm gonna. What am I gonna go? Oh, I would zero. Zero um, on a Villa. Oh, that Oakland start. Um, I'm gonna go one. I'm just. I'm. I'm gonna go one and hope the Dodgers put it in the cruise control. You know what? We don't know where Mookie's going to be. He left the game in a yeah, walking that's true. boot. That's um, true. I mean, I hope he's hope he's back. But we don't know where Mookie's going to be. So right now, I'm going to go one. Mookie's playing. I may change. I may. Uh, may I may go zero. But I'm going to go one. I hope Mookie plays. But you don't like to hear, you know, leaving in a walking boot. Yeah, that was not what you want to hear with a guy who's playing that at an MVP level. Can you can year. you bowl with a walking boot on? <laughs> he probably can somehow. <laughs> yeah. uh, Logan Gilbert's got the Los Angeles two-step here uh, versus the Angels versus the Dodgers. <sighs> I think with Gilbert, I'm tempted to go five, but I think I'm just going to go four because he's just a four type. He's not graduated to the five in my, my I, eyes. Quite. To me, he's a low-end five. So I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with the five. Go five. I'm looking at some recent. You know, he did he held his own against well held his own. He did pretty well against the Astros. He hasn't had a ton of, uh, you know, team tough teams. Uh, just hasn't hasn't worked out. But he's pitched well against the Astros, um, which just shows he can handle. You know, he steps up against good lineups. I'm gonna go five. Alex Cobb and Alex Wood for the Giants. They're uh, versus Cleveland and at Colorado. Hmm. Neither of them may start. Neither, you know, or they yeah. both may. You know, we don't. That's another team that's a mess right now as far as predicting who's going to play. Yeah, they've fallen in love with their openers there. Yep, they have, and they've yeah. done very well. Yeah, they have doing with using it. I think Cobb. You know, I would give him some consideration even with the at Colorado start. Oh, I would. I'd give less thought to, but huh. I'm double zero. You're double zero. Yeah, wow. I just I don't I don't like what he. No, uh, I'm not trusting. I'm not trusting Cobb. Cobb. I'm not trusting Cobb at this time. Uh, I know he had a nine inning shutout earlier against your Reds, but I'm oh. not trusting Cobb. All right, I got a one on Cobb, but I'm with you on Wood being a zero. Okay. Dakota Hudson at Baltimore versus Philly. I think I'm gonna go hey, six and one, but I think I'm gonna go only one here. 
I was thinking it, zero. Yeah, um, it's Dakota Hudson. I'm going to go zero. Both teams are still playing okay. for uh, Baltimore at that point should still be playing for, you know, best record or fending off Tampa Bay or something. So I'm going to go zero. That seems pretty wise. Uh, Tyler Glass now, Zach Littell for the Rays at, uh, at Minnesota at Baltimore. I don't think I'm going to go five on Glass now, but he's a high end four for me. And then uh, Littell. I think Littell's a three. Glass now, to me, I, I don't, I don't, I, maybe I'll change your mind. He hasn't pitched fewer than six innings since July, uh, July. Every one of his second half starts has been six innings. Jeez. 2.33 ERA, 0.88 whip, with 70 strikeouts, only 12 walks, and 58 innings. Um, he's a five for me. Um, okay. What about Littell? You know what? I don't know what you said. I forget. But he's I went been three. Pitching. I'm, gonna, I'm thinking of going four. Okay. I'm going to go four. Uh, he's sneakily good. He's just one of the, he's just the, the the latest in the you know in a in a you know a bevy of Tampa Bay reclamation projects. I think the Red Sox cut Latell this year. You know, I mean, a couple teams did. Yeah, they just they have the magic touch there for sure. Uh, Nathan Evaldi, Max Scherzer Ooh. at Toronto at Cleveland. Man, neither can no. be trusted. For six innings anymore. Yeah, bust of a second half so far for the Rangers. Hmm. I still think probably both fours. I'm going to stick with four. I mean, to me, they're fives. So we're, by saying fours, we're accounting for their struggles and injury concerns. Yeah, absolutely. Well put. Uh, Chris Bassett, Hyunjin Ryu for Toronto. That's versus Texas. Versus Boston, um, I guess Chris Bassett. You know, he's pretty darn underrated, just generally in the baseball Still, world. Still, yeah. How can he you be underrated five. for five straight years? <laughs> it doesn't make sense. I think he's a five, probably. Do you I know too. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, to me, he's the same guy if he's pitching against the Royals or if he's pitching against the Astros. He just goes out there and throws the ball, and you know, he's good. Uh, Ryu has pitched a little bit better. You know, obviously, I mean, coming back from uh, missing almost, you know, missing the first half. Um, is he back? I don't know if he's back. He's pitched five innings in in, all, in everyone but one of his starts. Bass. I'm going to go three, but I I, I think he's I, he could be worthy of a four. I'm but I'm going to go three. Yeah, three. I was actually more leaning toward the two side, but I, yeah. I, in my head, settled on three, two. Yeah. That seems fair. All if right. He had a couple uh, of six inning uh, starts. I may think differently, but I'm going to mm-hmm. stick with the three. Definitely has been pitching well since his return. Good on him. Uh, Josiah Gray at Pittsburgh, at Milwaukee to finish things up here. <sighs> I'm rooting for this kid. Don't know if I'd really feel good about him on my. You know, in my active fantasy lineup this week. Yeah, at Pitts makes him kind of appealing though. So I'll go I'll go three. Can can we use your line and say a points league three? That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> hey, a lot of I'm people in go, points I'm league gonna, uh, playoffs right now. I'm in my ESPN points league playoffs. Uh Nice. We've got, got tout going on. This is the first year in a while you haven't made tout wars, right? Yeah, congrats to those who made the postseason. I finished, I don't know, seventh or eighth out of out of twelve, and just not my best year. I, I drafted Manoa. I drafted Scherzer. You kind of felt, you, if I recall, you didn't love your draft coming out of the uh, out of it. No, I kind of. And you, you, I mean, between you and me, you just, you know, I like what I did. This year, you didn't really say that. Yeah, I kind of took a different approach and kind of went more balanced. And yeah. I guess I just do better. Well, not necessarily balanced, but spread my budget around a little more. I guess I just do better in the league, a twelve-team league with kind of stars and well, scrubs. You're so good at picking up replacements that it's to your advantage to go stars and scrubs. I think. 
Well, in a 12-team league, too, if you have your preferences in the end game, you know, after the money's off the board, you can just have free reign at everybody you want. Yeah, and then you, you're so you're really good at picking up players in a 12-team league. They're there. Mm-hmm. So it's one of those things. I mean, you know, live and learn. I think that's what Tout Wars is for, mm-hmm. is to experiment. And, you, you, look, you know, I think it's smart. Let's try a different approach. Maybe you say to yourself, huh, I'm going back to my old self. This, this, uh, you know, we'll see what happens. Anyway, uh, mm-hmm. I'm going to go... I'm going to go two for Gray because it's just there is there is there he, his range of outcomes is huge. Lord, forgive me. It's time to go back to the old me and tell <laughs> next year. Yeah, but uh, yeah, congrats to everybody who's uh, competing for head to head championships. And, you know, it's an exciting time for sure in the fantasy baseball world. I'm trying to hunt down a few titles, but uh, the head to head. We'll have to wait another year. All right, let's recap our two-star pitcher grades for the week of September 11th, 2023. Zach Davies, zero. Ryan Nelson, one. I think I said zero, but I'll go one. Uh, Spencer Strider, five. Charlie Morton, four. Dean Kramer, three. Cutter Crawford, one. James Paxton, one. Jordan Wicks, three. Ben Lively, one. Kyle Freeland, zero. Chris Flexen, zero. Dylan Cease, four. Tuki Toussaint, I say one. Todd, two. Joey Wentz, zero. Framber Valdez, five. Brady Singer, zero. Lance Lynn, I say two. Todd, three. Braxton Garrett, I say three. Todd, four. Edward Cabrera, one. Brandon Woodruff, five. Freddie Peralta, five. Sonny Gray, five. Joe Ryan, four. Jose Quintana, I say four. Todd, three. Carlos Rodon, two. Clark Schmidt, I say three. Todd, two. Ken Waldachuk, zero. Taiwan Walker, three. Andre Jackson, zero. Bailey Falter, I say one. Todd, zero. Pedro Avila, I say zero. Todd, one. Logan Gilbert, I say four, Todd, five. Alex Cobb, I say one, Todd, zero. Alex Wood, zero. Dakota Hudson, I say one, Todd, zero. Tyler Glass now, I say four, Todd, five. Zach Littell, I say three, Todd, four. Nathan Evaldi, four. Max Scherzer, four. Chris Bassett, five. Hyunjin Ryu, three. And Josiah Gray, three, right? I yep. believe, yeah. Okay. Well, great stuff, man. That was a pretty uh, lengthy list of two star pitchers. So thanks all for uh, bearing with us. And anything else on your mind today? I did think of something else. No. Uh, we're running a Tout Wars uh, mock. Uh, Rob DiPietro, we had him on the XSM show uh, a couple weeks ago. Saturday show did a, a real draft for the first seven rounds with James Anderson's in it. I think Ryan Roof's in it. Some Touts are in it. Uh, inspired to run a mock, so we we should have the six round first six round first slow down Zola first six rounds done today. We're going to put it up for a tout table for discussion. Uh, I will put the link out if you're interested in checking out the the draft. So uh, never too early, right, <laughs> to start thinking about next year. So it's kind of it's been it's been getting some chatter both Rob's league in this mock so check out my time my 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 twit twitter 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 feed and i will have the link to this mock awesome well thanks again for the uh underdog postseason rankings and all you do todd and thank you all for being with us we'll be here to the very end and hope you'll stay tuned here on the rotowire fantasy baseball podcast